and welcome to episode 29 of Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. Today we're going to be talking about the election season. I know it's here and we've been all dealing with it and I think it's one of those things where we're literally all just sitting around hijacked and it's time for us to figure out how to move past it. So, or deal with it or what, Jay? How? 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 <laughs> Where do we go? <laughs> Good question. Yeah, I think that, um, first of all, we have to keep in mind that, um, you know, when we have something like this happen, at least for those of us that are disheartened, uh, to say the least, at how the election went, is that, you know, for me anyway, I've been hijacked. And I know I'm hijacked because, and this is something, remember, like, you know you might be hijacked if you... You can't stop ruminating on the threat, right? So, you know, I don't know about you, but I keep having scenarios pop in over and over again in my mind that could possibly happen now that yep. all these white supremacists are in charge. <laughs> you know, like, I'm ruminating yeah. on it. Yeah. And so I know I'm hijacked because I'm ruminating. And that's always a telltale sign that you're hijacked is if you can't keep your mind from going there. You know, you have to keep And it's keep just going constant. Back. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, I think that I'm okay, and then I just start crying. Like, literally, like, boo-hoo crying. Not even, like, controlled, okay, I can just wipe away some tears here. It's like, I, I feel like I'm sort of losing it. And it's like, how is, I know this isn't healthy. I know this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. But I also don't know how to get rid of this. It's ultimately fear. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes, and and I mean physiologically, it literally is your brain is flooded out, and so mm-hmm. part of it is getting that cortisol down, and you know I mean the main thing for to do when you're hijacked is self care, taking care of yourself, and then I would assert that there's if there's a way to get an action that has you feel like you're doing something, or you know taking some kind of action, but it, it I wouldn't do anything that's going to put you in. You know, you don't want to end up ha- – because you want to be able to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> like, you know, exactly. I, if you're hijacked and you're ruminating on it, I, if I were you, I wouldn't talk. You know, like that's – I have not posted on Facebook. I've kept myself off of it. I went ahead and did that talk last night live on Facebook because I figure, well, I'm going to I'm gonna acknowledge Trans Day Remembrance, and it gives me an opportunity to remind everybody how far we've come and things like that. But that's the only thing I've posted on Facebook since the election because I just – there's no way. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Too high yeah. And for those of you who don't know, Jay um, did post a Facebook Live on November 17th, and it is on the Doing the Work with Jay and Becca private page and on our general Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go and watch, it's an incredible, incredible, uplifting, but also such an important message Um to hear, you know, especially right now, yeah. especially right now. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, um, I know it occur. I, we have to get that the occurring world is not, re- you know, the world that we're making up in our heads, especially immediately. I, I mean, I don't know. I just, it, we can't dive into that. Cause I really, what's happening in my head is too scary to be really, it's not even happening. <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> and I have quite an imagination, so I can get it going pretty good. But then there is the stuff that is happening. Yes, and that's, you know, that's how do we acknowledge what is happening and take action around that without... I mean, you know, we listed off over... There's over 30 trans people been killed this year so far. 
right? Which there's not quite 12 months gone by. So in 11 months, we've had 30 people killed, which means more, more than two a month. I mean, you know, it's an epidemic of trans people either being killed or killing themselves. And I know that there were eight trans kids that killed themselves right after the election that we haven't even put on the radar yet. So, I mean, it's there's stuff happening. And we have to deal with that. And we have the schools where kids are shouting, you know, build a wall. And you have people tearing the hajibs off of women's heads and people telling people, get ready, you're getting ready to go. And families who are packing up their belongings with fear that they're going to be kicked out of the country. And, and it's like there's just so much and it's like, I don't know. It's so much bigger yeah. than somebody not being elected I agree. to the president. Yeah. You know, it, it's, I agree. It, I, I, however, I do think, and especially because we have a lot, you know, my focus is mainly working with women. You cannot look at this election and not get the level of fear, hatred of women that exists in this country is beyond my comprehension. I mean, yep. it was less about you know i mean from it's hard to not see it and go well you know the people who are racist and sexist were like you've had a black man in the white house for eight years oh hell no you know you're not gonna have a Mm -hmm. you know and the level of uh i don't know it's just unbelievable the level of sexism and being able to uh validate that and the rape call. I mean, I don't want to call the guy a rapist. However, <laughs> I mean, however, however, um, that's who we elected. I mean, that's that's he's uh, been his behavior around women and how he treats women and the rape culture that he ascribes to and the way his behavior, his predatorial behavior and those kind of things. It's pretty scary. So that's kind of stuff that's that's that is. It's it's real. It's it's um, it's there. And then how do we be how do we be strong around it? And I, but I've just got this feeling that like, and knowing, I think, I know that the universe is always working for my good. And I know that sometimes it doesn't look like it. And this is probably the biggest, I've, I've haven't been that's hijacked and my friends and my love of my life, Jessica, and everybody I know has been really freaked out. And so I think this is a level of wake up call that none of us expected and none of us, I just, I didn't expect it. And, and a friend of mine said the other day, which I think this is important to pay attention to is it's like you always had the cancer and now we know we have the cancer. So how do we heal from the cancer? You know, do we go to chemotherapy? Do we? just use alternative methods do we you know like are we gonna cut it out like what's gonna be ours to do and for me the again getting back to the two times that i've been powerful in the last two weeks are first of all monday i stepped in front of a seminar and led a seminar and i was freaked out before i did it and i talked to my coach and then and i thought oh i'm gonna have to cry and probably talk about this and i stepped up to lead that seminar and it was gone and because what was mine Mm -hmm. to do was to lead people into transformation and then same thing last night when I stepped in front of that crowd to speak everything the only thing that was in front of me was them and their pain and having them heal and so because that you know what I said in the video is exactly what I got to last night and it was a breakthrough for me to get there was like oh 
I'm supposed to do what's mine to do. And what, what I do is I share myself and I keep sharing myself and I, you know, walk people through transformation and I love people up and I, and that's what, and I got to keep doing that. And all of us, I think right. this stymied us so much that it has us stopped in our tracks. Yeah. And we can't let us, let it do that. We got to get into what do we do? What do, what, and, and I, like I said last night, maybe some new baby activists are being born inside of this conversation. I hope so. I do too. And I, and I feel like that, I feel like that it is. Um, I do also know that there are people, many people that are also feeling sort of the opposite where it felt like we fought and we fought and we fought and we fought. And now it's like, this is what the result was from that. And they're feeling so distraught, just so overwhelmed and frustrated by that. This was the result of their work um, uh-huh. or the work that we've been doing and all of the change that has occurred in the last eight years and that it's being thrown back in our faces. And so it feels like, you know, throw my hands up and just shut up and go away. You know, that yeah. I know that there's, uh, there's that feeling going on as well. Sure. And I completely can, I mean, I can get that, that that could be someone's perception and what I would invite them to do and invite all of us to do. And what I've been doing is praying to see it differently. Like asking, help me see it differently, finding a way to see it differently. Because I have to. I mean, I, I can't, you know, and I'm not going to say that at least right now I am shoring myself up with the people that I really love, with right. the people I know I can trust. I haven't been going out and being in big crowds like I normally do. Um, I've been sticking to my, sticking to my peeps <laughs> real yeah. close to my chest right here. And, um, I'm not planning on it, you know, taking my queer ass and my brown child down to Southeast Kansas where I grew up anytime soon. That just won't happen. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. You know, I mean, there's boundaries I'm going to set. There's more rigorous. I'm, I'm, I'm putting rigor around my boundaries. And at the same time, I'm praying to see it differently because I really, really believe that th- this is something like popping a big fat zit. I mean, it's like we, this is what we got is a bunch of pus spewing out and the, and, and uh, that, but that gives us some kind of opportunity. Uh, you know, what if it, what if it means we end up completely demolishing our system and doing it something else completely different? I mean, some people I've talked to have been like, hell yeah, burn it to the ground, man. Let's yeah. start with grassroots organizing and supporting our own locally. You know I mean? Yeah. I don't know, but it, it definitely means some kind of big change is coming, but we must have needed it. <laughs> like there must have been something in there that had this needed to happen when it did, or, you know, there's got to be, and maybe it's the last, you know, I've always said eight years ago, I said that the that the the right and this particular people who were in charge, the white supremacists, it was their last, you know, like they were like cornered cats. You know, they were, mm-hmm. they were grasping at their last grasp. And like my buddy said last night, they're not going to go quietly. <laughs> this is not going to yeah. die off quietly. It's going to have to have some big kaboom. But I do have more faith in the American people than to allow some of the things that they're talking about happening to actually happen. Like, right. you know, when they start passing out a uniform for all of us to wear, I'm pretty sure we're all going to be in the streets saying, oh, hell no. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. When they start, a, if they try to start a registry for people, I'm pretty sure we're all going to be in the streets saying, hell no. You know, we've got enough sane right. people, I hope. And the popular vote tells us that, that there's enough sane people. And whenever I get really, really overwhelmed by it, I go back and I look at the map of 18 to 25 year old voting and see 
the future because that was it was a blue map complete blue across all of the states map and that to me was what i keep and i've and i've said to myself so many times is this next generation of people what they are subscribed to is completely different and that this gen these people are dying out and this is not this is not who we are yeah there's no eight there's no 25 year olds up there in the white supremacy world you know all everybody who he is surrounded by are people who are older than me (laughs) and i'm 50 so i agree with you it's it's not gonna last forever and it's not gonna it's not it's not who we are it's really not who we are. And, you know, maybe we have to have such a stark representation of who we're not before we're really willing to say, hey, that's not who we are. Right, right. Maybe that's what it's going to take. And I think that it has for some people that I know. I know that there. I've talked to people who voted for Trump, who told me that they have set, they set aside those issues, the things that were from a personal perspective, the, the sexist, misogynistic, racist, xenophobic, all of that stuff, because he had a better economic policy or, or whatever it might have been in their minds. They all had a, 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 a thing that made them vote Republican. And I have been really struggling with that because to yeah. me, that is a humanity thing. Right. And I don't know how to deal with that. Um, I've had lots of people push back saying that I should keep, I should keep friends on Facebook who are, you know, saying get over it and are, are Trump supporters. Um, lots of people saying that we need to, that ending friendships or relationships over, um, a political candidate is ridiculous and that that's not what we should do. I have a hard time with that. I have a hard time with saying this person whose moral fiber is completely different than mine is somebody that I want to continue to have a relationship with. And I understand that we've got to open ourselves up to the other side and we've got to learn what makes them tick in order to fight the battle. But I also feel like from a personal level, that's not my... I, I can't keep that in my purview and, and remain sane and remain not hijacked all the time. Well, and I think that um, for now, you know, what you might do is wait till you're done being hijacked to decide those things. Mm-hmm. How, I mean, that's kind of what I'm, that's what I meant by I'm setting boundaries. Like for right now, I'm not going to Southeast Kansas. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> engaging in conversations with people I know who voted for him um, for myself. Now, you know, on the other hand, you know, I know that Jessica has had some some conversations and it's important for her. And I think it's important for a lot of us to you know, like Jessica's coming from the perspective that if, if I know somebody and I know these things about them that are good things and positive things, then certainly not all of them is about this vote that they cast. So then what are some of the things that we do have in common so that we can start to actually bridge that gap? Because there's a big old gap that's missing. Mm-hmm. There's also mm-hmm. there's also the idea that like, you know, some of the people and at least one of the persons that Jessica talked to, the reason that they voted the way they voted were all the sound bites that they bought into that they believed. Yeah. You know, that they, right. that was their right. truth. And they thought they were mm-hmm. doing the right thing for America. 
you know? Yep. Um, yep. That's difficult for me because I get into, like, check your source for crying out loud, like, pay attention. Yeah. Um, but that's me being judgmental of them. I think that it's more, definitely important to set our boundaries and to hold or shore ourselves up and get into some kind of action and figure that out. I'm not sure exactly where the – I think all of us have to figure out that line. Um, for me, I'm not ready to set that line just yet, but at the same time, I'm not. Uh, I'm not engaging in conversations. I'm not. I just can't. I just can't. Talk, I just can't talk to some family members that I know voted for him. I just can't do it yet. Right. And that's my boundary. Like I feel like I get to say that, and you know that doesn't mean I that's forever. So. Uh, that doesn't mean that I'm cutting him out of my life, but it does mean that right now. It's too raw for me. It's too sensitive uh, because I do believe that if that's your choice, then you just put economic your economic thoughts above my well-being and my exactly. and my brown child's well-being in particular. So <laughs> I can't abide by that, and I'm not. And I and and so right and 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 not that I'm gonna not that I'm gonna cut you out of life as a person. I just don't know that you have my best interest at heart. So I don't know that I want to spend a lot of time around you. You know. I mean, that's all that, mm-hmm. and I think that's a, that we all have to find our way of setting our healthy boundaries and everybody defines their own integrity. So what's in integrity for you, is going to be different than what's in integrity for me. But I do think we have to find our own view of what's in integrity for us. Mm-hmm. And, for, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, part of that is figuring those lines out. And I think we're going to be hijacked for a while. For a while. And part of it is that that's why I'm staying off Facebook as much as possible because We've been talking about this the whole election, and we can talk about manifesting here for a second because where was everybody's focus for the last year and a half? On fear. And on Trump. On And on Trump. I mean, like, he, his message, and even in it, even if I'm posting a article talking about what an idiot he is and how bad he is or refuting his statements, I'm still giving the focus to him. Yeah, you're still right? focusing on him. Yep, exactly. And that's the thing is I think no matter what, whether you were hating him or whether you're and, – and talk about what you resist persists, right? I mean if you're resisting it, if you were scared of it, I mean that even pushes – makes it stronger I think. So we did this. I mean we're the ones that had all our focus on Trump for the last year and a half. Now what yeah. happens when you manifest something you don't want? <laughs> like you got to figure out – you know, you got to figure out what to do with it. Yeah. It doesn't just – we don't get to just go, oh, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Uh, nice. I'm going to – I'll change my focus here real quick. Yeah. Nice if it worked out. Wouldn't it? <laughs> and I think with the idea of fear and focus, I think that there's still, that's kind of where I'm, I've been dealing with. And so instead of, um, I have a tendency to go down the rabbit hole um, where I start to read the comments or the posts or the whatever from other people. And I just feel my blood start to boil. And it's yep. like, okay, now why am I doing, why why am I placing myself here at this place? Yes, do I need to open my heart and understanding of other people? Definitely. But at the same time, and I got to say this, I'm also getting it from my own people. The liberal folks that I'm around are also being in this negative space that we're, somebody's doing it wrong. If you wear a safety pin or you don't wear a safety pin or what it means to be an ally and how do I how do I deal with that there's so much of it that is we're infighting within our own people who are trying to work to get you know work towards this better future 
And I don't, and that's another part where I get, I start to just like want to wither up and curl up into a ball and just shut, shut down. Yeah. I think that's part of the piece that's the most frustrating for me. And I spoke a little bit about that last night when I, I tried to anyway, I didn't have much time, but you know, I tried to touch on the intersectionality and how, you know, we talked about how last night was, uh, the reason I was speaking was to, for Transgender Day of Remembrance and where we remember all the trans people that have been murdered or killed themselves uh, over the last year. And this year we've had over – there were over 30 names. Those are just the ones we know are transgender. These That means we knew about it. You know, They were out as transgender or they were acknowledged as transgender. We can't know the hundreds of others because I'm clear there are hundreds of others. Um, but there were 30, which means over – to a month uh, so far this year, and over half of them were uh, trans women of color. And so I tried to acknowledge that last night and to speak to that, that you know we have to take on intersectionality in terms of activism. We have to work together. This is, if nothing else is going to bring us together, this needs to. <laughs> this really needs mm-hmm. to have us stop arguing or caring over what's the right thing to do. Just go do it. And if it's not the right thing, you'll figure it out. I mean, but just right. do whatever you're called to do um, to make a difference. And, you know, I would have heard on the bright side, you know, I've heard people more willing to go get involved in their community in the last two weeks than I have in a long time, you know. Yeah. Um, no, and if yeah, that's, that's what totally this true. is going to spur, then that would be a good thing. I really, I really think it will. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to just stay, you know, and I am actually pretty curious. Like I'm really curious as to what, how this is going to go down. It's kind of interesting to look at from, you know, like just to get curious about and go, wow, like, are they really, I mean, are we really going to stand for right act to be part of our government to, to really initiate white supremacy in our own government? Like, are we going to stand for that? <laughs> so I don't yeah. think we will. I don't think we will. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to. And, and so I don't, I, what's interesting to me is what will, what it will spur and we'll see mm-hmm. whether people really don't care or whether, you know, but I really think that at least our young people care. And our young people are active and our young people are ready to take action. And so it'll be interesting. And I think the most important thing is for us each to keep ourselves healthy, to keep ourselves loved up with the people we do know, we love, we trust. And and so that because, you know, if we don't put the oxygen mask on ourselves first, right, what always happens is and we can extrapolate this out to be like this is bigger than anything we've ever dealt with, which it might be. But it doesn't make it different in terms of what there is to do when you're hijacked. You got to get down from being hijacked. When you're overwhelmed, you got to get in and take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. You know, it's like getting in the same same steps and doing all the work is 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 at play here. It's just a bigger game, and yeah. I think that that it's so big it feels so it huge. Scared. Yeah, and I know that some I've got several people who have said this. You know, and we talk about that we manifested this, we created this, we this is the story that we created, and they are feeling like, well, if you have all these other people that are out there also asking for what they what they want, how did this voice get so loud without me? knowing that that voice was there and then on the flip side speaking with people of color or immigrant population people who have experienced this on a day-to-day level always you know I think that that shock and awe part is probably a a white construct thank you a white you know cisgender construct um, and I think that that in and of itself was an eye-opener for a lot of people around me. 
um, was going, yep. you're right. You know, this is what you guys have been saying all along. And we sat here in our little bubble yep. of love and acceptance. And that's not enough. It's not enough for me to love and accept. It's not enough right. for me to love right. and accept. And that's what I think a lot of people that are straight are coming to. And I think that's mm-hmm. great that maybe you needed to get there. And here I am. I thought, you know, here I'm an ally from the beginning. I, I feel like I've always been in that position. But I realized just how little I was doing from that perspective. From just saying that I am open and accepting by just being a person who cares and, and doesn't, you, you, all, you know, all of that, 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 that construct of what was in my head even as a woman, and I've sat there thinking, well, as a woman, I understand in a better way. But even that, I was not, I haven't, I haven't put myself out there to say, I'm going to do more. And it's, it's about raising the next generation. I'm having conversations with my kids that I have had in small ways when it affects something specific that's happening in the world. Um, we've had some of those conversations, but we're having daily conversations now. I am somebody who has always been a voice. And so right now my voice is speaking my truth and I need to learn more about what's actually out there, what people are actually experiencing so that then I can use my privilege to, to make things, to make things work better uh-huh. you know it's not your job as a trans man to also fight that battle yeah you've got enough that you're dealing with yeah, you know thanks. like <laughs> like there there's <laughs> that's not your job just like it isn't from a you know a, a people of color that, that's not their job to make white people get this right and so for a lot of it that's an eye-opener for me where i i felt like i was this you know, powerful ally and realizing just how much further I really need to go um, in order to call myself that yeah. and and feel like that's the right way to be. Yeah. Um, and having all of this work and doing the work, I now am in a place where I can do that in a healthy, powerful way. Whereas before, I think I would have taken it all on inside of me and it would have just, you're right beat me down. You know, I would have gotten sick. You know, I would have been not able to handle it yeah. in the same way that I'm able to handle it now. Yeah. I don't know. That was just a random blathering of thought. <laughs> but. Well, but I think that I've, I've talked to a lot of people that have the same, are resonating the same thing. It's like, um, you know, I've, I have one sister that just said the exact same thing to me yesterday. She's like, I'm finally get it. Like, I finally get it. And what her words were, if you're not actively doing something to make your life as a trans person better, you are basically, if you're, if that's all you're doing is stand there going, I love you, then you're basically setting me up to be killed because that's the, that's how stark it is out there. <laughs> like yeah. people are dying. And so she got that in a very powerful way. And I think that, um, I think we all have, I mean, if we've all gotten that, that we are not, we haven't, we have been complacent, um, clearly that's all there is to it is we've been complacent. I mean, I look at those kids who went to K-State last night K-State's done some fantastic things over there. Um, and they're all engaged and, uh, way more engaged than I've been. And so it's really got lit a fire under me too. To get back and and not just to go sit on panels and talk. I'm gonna start doing more Facebook lives and talking as a trans man and you know talk, and being coach on Facebook Live also. Like I just I need to get to continue to. I just think I need to kick it up a notch and I think 
all of us got that. And I don't think that'll last. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I'll be curious, but I know it's not going to last for more than four years. You know, I mean, I know that that in four years, we'll see what they can do. If he doesn't nuke us um, (laughs) and uh, doesn't institute martial law, which I don't think that they'll be allowed to do. um, You know, Pence is the one that scares me. Oh, yeah. He wants to put me in shock treatment to to shock the gay out of me. Uh, So that's a good time. Oh, yeah. And as a woman... You know, there's there's one there was a lot about the the sexist comments in the and the the rape culture prospect of Trump. But, you know, Pence wants right up in my uterus. He wants. Oh, to, yeah. I, I, I want to. He wants me to tell him when he's I'm having a period to make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. It's that's terrifying. And then to have, you know, Bannon, the alt-right. Yeah. Anti-Semitic. Breitbart guy that's right there with him you know so it's like that was where I and I'm sure there's a lot of other listeners who probably felt this I got a lot of slack of flack about give him a chance give him a chance you know we have we're not any better than they were by not giving Obama a chance for eight years if we don't give them a chance. Okay, so mind opened. Okay, you're right, you're right. I have to, I fought back. <laughs> and then back. Bannon comes along. And then you're like, oh, and then here we go. This is... <laughs> oh, the very first person you choose. Well, and there's another guy who's uh, the guy ahead of a domestic affairs is totally anti-LGBT. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All of it. That is... And, and to me, I was talking to my aunt last night... Um, and one of the things we talked about, too, was the immigrant population and what they are experiencing right now and how we have to be vigilant. We just have to say no. Yeah. We have to be, there's immediacy to it. Um, the Women March on Washington is coming up on yep. January 21st. Yep. Um, I'm really thinking about going. Oh, yes, you can go, go. Anybody that can go, go. Jessica and I are going to go to Topeka. Because there's a, excuse me, there's a local one uh, in Topeka, so we already have that on our calendars. Um, but if you can get your butt to Washington, D.C. to participate in something like that. I was sharing last night about the march on, the queer march on Washington in 1993. It changed my life. I mean, seeing that many gay people in one place gave me so much hope that I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. There's a lot of power in that. If you can get yourself to go, I would do it. Well, the other part of it, though, was that I was like gung-ho and ready to do it. And then I had somebody say that they were afraid of afraid for me to do that, especially planning on bringing my daughter with me, that there's going to be violence in that space. And so I think that that spoke to the violent aspect of things that are going on in the world. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to, to respond to that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, you got to be willing to know that that's possible. Um, I will say that, you know, I've been, I lived in D.C. for a long time and I've been around a lot of those marches. I'm not saying they might have a a little more intense counter protest, but um, to be honest, by then, most of those people are going to be back in their holes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, judgmental. (laughs) I hope they go back in their holes. Yeah. That's a part Uh, that's hard for me. Like, my brothers and I were talking about this at lunch, and I'm going to just let my small get in charge here for a second because <laughs> yeah. that's what's so difficult for us is, like, some of it is just so stupid. 
Yeah. It's hard not to just go, how are you not, you're just stupid. Like, all of us are immigrants. We didn't own, we don't own this fucking country, people. You know, every single one of us came from immigrants unless you were a Native American person. Unless you're yep. a native to this land, you are an immigrant. <laughs> like, what is yep. wrong with you people? <laughs> like, it's so weird. I'm like, what? Ha- what? Pretty crazy. So it's difficult sometimes. And I'm telling you, my small can get up there and charge real quick. And so, I mean, just like with everything, because I know we got to wrap up here in a second. Um, I think for myself, I'm double down on my. I'm doubling down on my spirit work. You know, I'm doing everything I can to keep my higher self in charge because, boy, let me tell you, it is easy to let Small be in charge of this. And we don't want Small running the show <laughs> today. And I left with uh, last night when I did the video. It was interesting because I started to close and they were so quiet. I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. I like, I've got to mm-hmm. leave them more lifted up this than this. And so I spoke the affirmation that I had shared with them, which was, that I use sometimes, which is that there is an there is a power within me that is greater than any circumstance before me. And I had the, and then I had them say that, and I had them say, "There is a power within us that is greater than any circumstance before us." And I believe that. I believe that. I believe that stronger than I believe anything else. And I can have my faith rock to my core, but at the bottom of it, that's what I believe. There's a power within us that is greater than any circumstance before us, any circumstance, even white supremacy, even Donald Trump, even any of that stuff. There's a power within us that is greater than any circumstance before us. And I just got to keep up that mantra. So if that serves anybody to keep saying that mantra, to yourself or find something that has you access your inner being so that it can be in charge so that it can guide you rather than your small little ego because let me tell you ego is not it's small we don't you don't want small isn't wants to be in charge right so it's yeah. like, <laughs> I like that yeah no it's so true <laughs> you know it's like you don't want ego in charge right now we don't want small in charge right now we need to be coming from our higher selves as much as possible and i know that's not easy when you're hi- it's, it's impossible when you're hijacked and it's like get your hijack down double down on your spirit time get yourself taken care of and then figure out what's where mine what's yep. mine to do i love it get an action and there's a power within us that is greater than anything before us. I love it. All right. I think we can leave it at that. Thanks all for listening. Um, we are with you. We see you. Um, we are, we support you and we support you in ways that we, however we can. So if you need, uh, to share your, your fears or your pain or your whatever, we are there doing the work with Jane Becca Facebook page. Please come and join us. Please share. Don't feel like you're alone in the, in the, the wild with this. We are in this together and we're going to, we're going to keep fighting. Yeah, we are. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We hope that you got a little slice of practical transformation that you can use in your personal and business life. And here's what we want to leave you with. Whether you are just starting on this journey of practical transformation and just starting with baby step affirmations just to focus you in a direction of loving yourself or whether you've been doing this work for a long time and you can literally say, I am thrilled with the path my life is on, wherever you are, whatever you're dealing with right now, 
you're right where you're supposed to be. The thing that's in front of you is the thing that's going to have you at your most powerful once you accomplish it. And what I know and what we know is if you're willing to take baby steps with progress, not perfection, and just staying on that horse, you're going to get there. And we're going to get there with you. So thanks for being with us. Now, don't forget to go and subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Let us know what you think. And reach us at info at doing, uh, sorry, info at jayandbecca.com. And that will let us know if you have any topics you want us to cover or anybody you want us to interview. Maybe you. You can reach us on our Facebook page too, right? Yep. Yeah, totally. So um, that's just facebook.com slash jayandbecca. All right. We'll see you around next time. Bye, Thanks for joining Jay. us.